0: This week on Invasion of the Podcast Zo oh my god, Spider-Man. Was the X-Files revival worth it? And we roundhouse kick out some trivia for Chuck Norris's birthday.
1: We bring you this special radio television broadcast in order to give you the very latest information on an amazing phenomenon, the arrival of a spaceship. Just a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, I think something is happening. Flying saucers have invaded our planet. People of her attention. It's the invasion of the podcast The whole world is under attack. Can it survive? And welcome to Invasion the podcast, where we're taking over the world one listener at a time. Um, I am Paul. The truth is out there, Stedman. And to my left, as always, is Joe, Monster of the Week, Peters. <laughs> I just, you know, you're Monster of the Week. Monster of the Week? Yeah. I just, uh, because it's a lot, the X Files always have, they always have their Monsters of the Week. So I figured you'd be one of them. I don't know what you would do, how you would stalk people and kill them. It'd be something scientific based, but also creepy. I don't know what that'd be. Um, So before we get started, we had some great stuff to talk about other than we may die over the course of the show tonight. Just please bear with us. If, If suddenly you hear one of us cough and then there's nothing, and it's the the podcast goes to black. It was fun talking to you guys. <laughs>
0: it goes to black.
1: It, I, I don't know what that means, but uh, like I know Joe's fighting something. And I You'll feel something sl- coming on. <laughs>
0: He'll slowly go blind. You'll be like, I can't see.
1: I was listening to a show, but now I can't see. Yeah, so we're, we're dealing. But hey, this is how much we care that we're still here, um, we're doing this until until the moment we die. So until then, hopefully this will be entertaining. So uh, real quick before we get to all the great stuff to talk about, I wanted to mention two things briefly. One, I about a week, week ago, I went to go to the Lego store on the east side to get Joe a little platform from his Lego guys that he bought at um, uh, Wizard World. And so while I was there, I realized that you just can't buy... <laughs> Poor Joe. He's I dying. You, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's okay. I um, You just, you're just choked up in the moment of this Lego store story. Oh, I get, yeah. I get real emotional. Yeah. Legos. So I was trying to get like the little flat pieces so you can set the Lego guys on them because clearly they don't stand up by themselves. And to get one piece, you can't do that. So I had to buy a whole cup full of the sort of Lego pieces. So I went through and was picking parts out. I was like, well, damn it. If I'm going to buy Legos, I'm going to buy ones I want to build with. So I was buying wings and bricks and all that stuff. Walk up to the counter and it's this big cup. that looks like some kind of like mixed drink shaker type of thing yeah
0: it looks like something you would drink out of not
1: a yeah it looks like some kind of tumbler or something or other right like Mm -hmm. like you put a protein shake in it and i made the joke i was like yeah i'm not going to drink all this here like you know not a good joke as per me
0: nobody laughed at it no
1: nobody laughed at it but the guy behind the counter was like oh yeah he goes well you know if you rinse it out really well you can bring it back and then you know you save 50 cents off your next time they fill it up with legos so he took my joke seriously and then he went a step further and said uh yeah when we go to like These work functions, like after hours, like we totally drink all these things. It's like, you know, it's like, so he started giving me this inner, like, look into, like, the Lego store employee thing. But
0: but nobody really was like, oh, he's going to drink those Legos.
1: (laughs) No, but it was just like this whole weird thing of, like, you take, (laughs) you take drinking out of the stuff, like, as a, like, as employees, this is what you guys do after hours. It was a really weird look behind the curtain. Oh, man,
0: come on. It's a retail store. They yeah. go drinking after work. Everyone does.
1: Yeah, I just, I don't know. I thought it was odd. I'm like, I was joking about drinking Legos or drinking anything out of this glass, but you took my question seriously, and then I had to kind of be like, oh, yeah, that's really, I just want to go. I just want to go eat my Legos now. You know, anyway. So, anyway, I got Joe Lego stuff, and he brought over his guys, and they're all now not falling over. So, hooray. Hooray. And I will now drink all of that glass later. Um, second thing real quick, just want to mention, uh, this past weekend, we went to the, um, uh, theater on the East side of town to go see space jam. And I want to mention this just because <laughs> I had never seen this movie in its entirety. I actually
0: have never seen it in its entirety too. Yeah. So girlfriends and fiancees dragged us to this, uh, this showing. Yes. And I don't want to say dragged. I went willingly. I
1: went willingly too, you know, but, but I
0: <laughs> think one of us did not enjoy it. And one <laughs> no, of us no, it so
1: <laughs> I did not like the movie and that's okay i'm not target market you know i'm not i'm 37 i was a senior in high school when the movie came out i hated that song that song it played all the time didn't like all of that there's bits of the movie that's okay the pacing is weird what i wanted to mention was how wrong i was about the audience i didn't think there'd be many people there yeah it
0: was a it was a packed <laughs> house that is a uh and i mean that's probably why they showed it that's, because it's a it does call. have it's a, a, good, call, yeah. a good call following um my only hang-up about... Not my only hang-up. I did have a few hang-ups. I'm not going to get into it. But I enjoyed the movie for the most part. My biggest hang-up of that whole movie is they didn't take part in space. I don't understand where the space part came from. Right? The name like, of the movie
1: is Space Jam. They,
0: like, Danny DeVito comes from space, and the Monstars come from space, but everything happens in the realm of, of, of Toonville or wherever the hell Yeah, it should be called
1: at. Toon Jam Toon or Jam, yeah. something. They should have
0: went into space and, and played basketball in space.
1: Yeah. I, I just, you're right like when you mentioned that to me it's like oh the whole logic of the movie fell apart then uh, the, the, i was sitting the, uh, there the
0: whole time i'm like any minute now they're gonna go up to space and that's when the game's gonna
1: happen and i'm like uh, yeah. not in space so i've mentioned this this opinion like around like work and around other people and everyone's like we can't talk anymore i somehow tripped across like this nerve uh that everyone's like how like how can you not like that movie i'm like it's i get it working marketed towards kids but i remember like at that point suddenly like everything Looney Tunes became associated with the NBA. Remember like every single team had a Taz shirt. Like, like they had like an NBA logo with Chicago Bulls had a Taz shirt. That Elmer Fudd dunking thing was a thing for a while. It was just really, that movie hit this weird, like zeitgeist of like Michael Jordan at his height. And it's like, you know, when it was just a weird mix and that that movie should not work. Like on paper, it doesn't even make any sense. Someone's like, got an idea for you. Michael Jordan cartoons. Good to go. Bill Murray. Sometimes. You know, we got we oh, got Bill the Murray class class act Wayne Knight in here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Wayne Knight was hot in the ninety in the mid late nineties.
1: Yeah, I, I just I I, I was, mean, come
0: on, man, where you got your internet frame from? Don't but
1: the, <laughs> yeah, right. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cosplay as Wayne Knight from Space Jam I next told time. You,
0: I told you you should just do a mashup and get like get like the tunes the Toon Squad jersey with the Jurassic Park rain slicker and a mailman outfit. Yes,
1: yeah, that's that's a mix it all just, right. Just
0: cosplay as Wayne
1: Knight. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I like I said, I was just surprised at like the amount of people there and also the amount of laughter. Like people were really into this movie. And, the, like, a lot of the oh. jokes weren't good, but there was one guy behind us that was howling at times, and I don't know why that was happening. Yeah. There was a it, a lot of the songs, too. People were cl- going crazy with the songs.
0: Yeah. There was yeah. a girl there on the credits, and she was getting down, like, getting down yeah, in her just, chair. And then, like, um when, uh was it R. Kelly's song came on? Yeah. Everybody was clapping, and I'm like, wow. I, did There's I hear, a lot hear of,
1: people singing in the theater? I thought I heard people singing in the theater. Like, I think people
0: were singing, too. There, oh. there was a lot of energy. It was, for I got to say, remember. for... Not seeing the movie, I did enjoy it. And, and the crowd really sold a lot of the energy in that, in that theater. I know you didn't have that much fun, but I had
1: fun. Uh, it was okay. Like, I mean, I, for $5, like, or $5, $6, whatever, I will go to anything the, the late shift does. Like, cause it's always a good time. Mm-hmm. I like, I love the theater experience. I love going to movies. Like, I really enjoy it. And if I could support Cleveland Cinemas, and cuz they do a lot of cool things that people i don't think people truly appreciate all the time because they do a lot of stuff it's like i will support it i just think that like when you and i went to go see Who Framed Roger Rabbit at a 9:30 showing as well the theater wasn't that packed It wasn't
0: as busy as Space Jam yeah
1: and i and i think it's just because now we're starting to see that generational shift so a lot of people yeah, that were there were probably late 80s early 90s kids cuz Who Framed
0: Roger Rabbit was was earlier than a lot earlier than space jam yeah because i i went to see who framed roger rabbit as a kid yeah and then like i didn't even see space jam when i was a kid because i think i was like old too you know i was like in high school
1: yeah i mean i was like that was the summer before i went to college so like that was definitely not something i wanted to go see but yeah, that's so, awesome
0: that it has a great following.
1: It just made me feel incredibly old and out of touch for some reason. It was just really odd. Where I'm just like, this movie, it's going to be, it'll be like, because we got there, it's like, oh, we got there with a few minutes, like we'll be easy to find seats. And I'm like, crap, we got to plan where we're going to sit. Like I had not had that experience at a 9:30 showing. Uh-huh. Uh, for uh late shift, so good on you guys. It was funny because then what's the next late shift coming? up um I think Major League's the ones coming up next. Oh,
0: there you go, Cleveland.
1: Yeah, and but it's just like in time they for announced it or they saw the slides and like three people cheered in the theater. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's a weird like. Three, I love Major the, League.
0: The three people who, who paid Corbin Burnson to get a photo and an autograph at <laughs> Wizard World.
1: One of them was Corbin Burnson. He was in the audience. He was there. He's he like, just, hey, it's that movie. He just kind of hung out. Do you me. guys want an, an autograph VHS copy of La Law? Go on. No. <laughs> anyway, so uh, that was just my i just thought that was interesting that my experience was not what i was expecting and completely i was kind of knocked sideways with that so it was it was fun for the experience but goddamn space Jam!
0: tell everybody go go on facebook or twitter or instagram and tell us or tell paul how much you love space jam and how mad you are at him
1: well so uh, the funny that you say that uh, and we'll get to the news here in a second because there's a lot of good news uh <laughs> good news everybody um when on the ride home like I think I even texted you because yeah, I didn't. You were like, please, my, my fiance is going to kill me. Please let the world know that I didn't enjoy face space jam. Yeah, because I just cause we were driving home and people were driving stupid. I looked at her, I was like, I don't want to know. I mean, it, it scares me to know that if we died in a car crash tonight, the last movie I saw was Space Jam. And like I didn't want that to be my last movie on the way out. And then she's like, Oh no, where I'll let people know. And I'm like, You cannot tell. That's why I was yeah. like, Joe's my fallback. If I die I did not enjoy Space Jam please let that be my last known statement yeah so, so yeah of course so she tells everybody I love Space Jam so yeah please go on our Facebook page Invasion of the Podcast uh, at Invading Podcast uh, on Twitter and at Invading Podcast at Gmail let me know how wrong I am I I will take it and I will I will um, absorb it and then turn it right back on you because I do not like that movie so I yeah that's it
0: okay yep. we got Space Jam out of your system <laughs>
1: everyone and now more space jam talk no (laughs) we're not going to do that so um there was a movie trailer that came out today for some marvel movie that you know people really don't know Uh, no one's been talking about it there's been no buzz yeah. So,
0: yeah, Civil War. Yeah, Captain America. The second, Civil, second War. Civil War trailer came out.
1: Yeah, and we 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 got we got a peek at the guy everyone was asking about, like where we're going to see him, where are yeah. we going to see
0: him. Well, let's talk about the trailer itself oh, real okay. quick because I know we, we're going to get to Spider Spider Man shows up right at the end. Yes, yeah, Spider Man. Um, but like the the trailer actually did touch on some more of of the reasons why they're doing the superhero registration act, and I think like the relationship between Tony and Cap falling apart. Um. You know, they showed the images of like the the body counts from the Battle of New York, Sokovia and uh Washington, DC from Winter Soldier and just how there needs to be accountability. So
1: Do you buy Tony Stark the movie Tony Stark as suddenly being like the pinnacle of accountability? Because he's like up to up to Age of Ultron, he's always been like no one can tell me what to do. I I already know how to keep myself in check. Do you buy that turn? Yeah, I do because I feel like
0: Age of Ultron they definitely pushed his character into the more. Um, uh, I don't know what's the word. I'm Do you think for? he
1: feels responsible for Sokovia? Like because of yeah, what I happened? bet he okay. does. Well, I, they're, they're they're doing a really good
0: job of playing off of that because like when it when, when Civil War happened in the comic books, and um was it Speedball? Yeah, Speedball knocked Nitro into a school. So, uh, the, the way it played out in the comic books... It sounds like you're describing two American gladiators fighting Yeah, yeah that it one. does, yeah. actually. <laughs> so, the way that it played out in the comic books, um, there was a, uh, a group, uh, I think it was the New Warriors. Yeah.
1: And they had a reality show. And
0: they had a reality show. So, they were doing a reality... And this was when... What year was Civil War... When did that come out? Um, in like 2005? Something, yeah,
1: was um, say, yeah.
0: So it was kind of right around the height of, like, a lot of, like, like reality shows. So, like, they, they started the event off that um, a reality show was based on, not an actual reality show, but in the comics, based around a group of new superhero recruits called the New, new Warriors. And they were led by a somewhat of a veteran, veteran superhero called Speedball. And Speedball was able to take kinetic energy and redirect it in a form where he would become faster. Or like He was like a human bouncy ball. You right? Kind of, he yeah. He was a lot of fun. So he was kind of in charge of uh, these kids. Well, what ended up happening, was it the UFOs? I don't remember if it was the UFOs. I
1: don't think it was the UFOs, but I don't know. It was Nitro and a couple it other was, people. They were yeah. in a small town near a school. Yeah,
0: so they were, they were basically filming this and busting up some supervillains. And one of the supervillains there was Nitro. And Nitro has the ability, basically, to, like, kind of absorb kinetic energy also, but he explodes. So Speedball inadvertently uh, was fighting with these new warrior kids, and one of the kids did something stupid, and it caused, basically, a trip-up, and Speedball ended up smacking Nitro, and when he hit Nitro with all that kinetic force... Nitro absorbed it, but he also knocked him into a school full of kids and then Nitro exploded and blew up the whole school. Yeah. So this started the whole superhero registration act because there had to be accountability. And, and there was
1: a mother that came up to Tony Stark specifically yeah. and said why like my kid's dead because of this. Yeah. And that's and, what I wanted yeah.
0: to that's what what I was trying to get to because like that point in the comics was the tipping point for Stony Tony Stark to to get on board with this superhero registration act, was that mother that guilted him into it. So he starts bearing the weight of the world on his shoulders more, and you start to see that in Age of Ultron. Like, he starts to worry about protecting the entire world because he has, like, this responsibility, and he has all this money, all this power with the Iron Man suits, and he feels like he can do this. So I think this is just another stepping stone for him to become the Tony Stark that we kind of, like, knew through Civil War in the comics.
1: And I hope so, because, I mean, up till this point, it's like like... I almost feel like Robert Downey Jr. has informed Tony Stark more than Tony Stark has informed Robert Downey Jr. In terms, yeah. you, know, you know, like does that make sense? Like it's hard to separate the two. Yeah, like and, and, for years that
0: Iron Man has been in in publication and the incarnations and different stories of Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. has really kind of like methoded his way into Tony Stark, and it's well
1: that and like the way he just carries himself, his. The way he, he, his charisma and his line delivery has has, um, altered the way Tony Stark is in the comics. Mm -hmm. So it's a different take. Like, I don't think you'd get, like, what was it, Superior Iron Man without Robert Dyer Jr.'s, like, kind of almost like, you know, like just being kind of a dick, you know, if you you
0: read one of the, like, last year's uh, uh, stories, it was like a nine issue arc called Superior Iron Man. It's it's very very Robert Downey Jr. And yeah, like reading like it the one whole that time. doesn't
1: give doesn't give an f about yeah. anything, right? So, but if you um, go
0: back and read some of the older Iron Man stuff like Armor Wars, you don't get that uh, Robert Downey Jr. vibe. So I think a lot of writers now write him that way. Yeah, and and, and I guess it, it works, you know.
1: And I have the f- same feeling that you're going to finding more Chris Pratt and Star Lord as you go forward. More. Oh yeah, like just kind of like you got these guys that you're just like i didn't realize that you were the perfect fit for this role but now it's going to color the way that character is and like as going forward i mean like and that's happened with other characters too like i cannot not unthink of of deadpool's ryan reynolds now like he's never going to not be yeah i can't separate like that personality i can't separate ryan
0: reynolds when i read deadpool now it's really hard
1: yeah so i mean i just so seeing tony take responsibility like they better do they better do a, a good job of laying, like laying that groundwork in place in the first third of the movie. So when you buy that, he's actually on the side of the government saying we need accountability. I, I just, I, I'm sure they'll stick the landing. I have ultimate faith in the Russo brothers. It's just that that's that those seeds were planted, but they weren't finalized at the end of age. Of Ultron. Yeah. So, so, but anyway, yeah. Sorry,
0: um, you got to see a couple more action sequences. Some of the sim- similar ones you saw. You got to see. Uh, oh, the Ant Man sequence was sweet, where Hawkeye shoots the cluster of arrows, and they split out, and then one of them has Ant Man on the
1: arrow, yes. and then he like, you see him? What's he do? He like, he goes between Tony's he fingers. Go, he goes between ends up his gauntlet or something. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> so he's going to end up inside the suit, I'm sure. Kind of how they they hinted at with him messing with Falcon's tech. He's probably going to start screwing with Tony Stark's tech, and I think that would be... I can't wait for Paul Rudd to be... Like, Paul Rudd amongst some of those. Like, I already know that there's supposed to be a bit where he gets starstruck in front of Captain America. And he's like, you know, um, it's like, uh, thanks for thanking me, or something he says like that. So it's like, I really want to see that bit. Um, I just hope they keep him funny. Like, I hope that 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 kind of humor also follows the other guy that we'll talk about at the end i hope they give him some moments too um like some of the the, obviously the fight sequences are going to be awesome i also you got to see black panther more an actiony sequence where he just chases down winter soldier was like come over here you know like Mm -hmm. just awesome awesome so and then the
0: last what is it i want to say the last 10 seconds of the trailer is um spider-man popping up and grabbing cap's shield with the webbing yeah, like webbing. Is, them.
1: Yeah, and or as uh, Tony Stark calls them, uh, under Underoos, under which is like a perfect like Tony and, Stark. Well, sorry, Robert Dyer Jr. <sighs> thing to say.
0: Yeah, and I gotta say, I told you this. I was like, I was really, really pleased with the costume because it is, it is like I don't want to say a hundred percent, but it is very, very Steve Ditko.
1: And the coloring is right. Like I mean, okay, so uh, we we talk a lot about here on the show. We the time we've been doing it that like our opinions and stuff doesn't necessarily translate to what the creators make mm-hmm. but there's certain things that you just see and you just didn't know that that's like in your mind like that's perfect until you see it yeah the, the coloring's right i don't know why they never got that coloring right with the other suits it was always the like the
0: red is kind of it, yeah it does pop and i think the russo's because the russo's love comic books too i like that they went back because like if you look at if you look at toby Maguire spider-man if you look at andrew garfield's like they all have different ranges of what their spider-man looks like and like I told you, I was like when we were talking about how this one looks like Ditko's so much. Um, uh, um, the last Amazing Spider Man was very Mark Bagley, who we love. Yeah, but that Amazing Spider Man was Mark Bagley Spider Man because the eyes on Spider Man's costume were so big, uh, the big triangle shaped white eyes. That you know that was his style for his Spider Man in the '60s when Ditko was working on Amazing Spider Man with Stan Lee. The the, the mask that he had in the trailer was very reminiscent of a lot of those covers in the way that Steve Ditko wrote or drew Spider-Man.
1: Like the eyes would be smaller, but they'd also be more animated. Yes. Like they, the, would, they, would, would, they would
0: emote. They would emote. They would change a little bit, but it was very like that thick black line with like mm-hmm. a smaller white uh, circle in there. And then on top of that, you know, you got to see, I saw a couple of freeze frames. You got to see his web shooters. Um, And then you got to, uh, like, there's actually, when you see part of his, uh, when he flips over his back, he does have the old school thick. Oh, the big red spider? The big red spider. Oh, nice. So um, not a spider with long legs, but it's like the short. Looks like a little beetle. It looks like it was like (laughs) Like, smushed. He has like a thumb with like
1: legs on it. Yeah, I love it. And then also his eyes emoted too. Like they, they they went the Deadpool route. Where the eyes actually change, like the 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 pupils or whatever mm-hmm. you call them, the ovals actually emoted, and that makes me really happy. I didn't realize they're going to go that route, but it's perfect because so. you can get away with that now.
0: And I know he's got a smaller part in Civil War than what we we would probably want as fans, but I, I was it was exciting to see him. It was exciting to see him with the other Marvel superheroes in the MCU because like he is kind of a flagship character. So
1: yeah, absolutely. So anyway, I'm excited. That movie cannot come soon enough. I know that they're showing it in its entirety in like mid-April at like some Las Vegas con, so there's probably gonna be a lot of like just spoilers. Yeah, which I mean, I I'm gonna try my best to avoid it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna try to hopefully find an overall vibe. Like if people like, so far I don't think Marvel has really failed at a movie. There's been a couple that I've been not as in love with, um, but. Yeah. Anyway, it needs but to anyway, right now. yes.
0: We'll stop gushing about Spider-Man so our Howard the Duck fans can can uh, calm down.
1: Speaking <laughs> of which, real quick, did you did you hear that there's rumors that there's going to be another Howard the Duck interaction in the New Guardians?
0: Uh no, I didn't hear that. Yeah,
1: I just read about it. Like, there the you whole go. Thing, he's actually going to have like I don't know if it's going to be. I don't hope it's not a post-credit bit. I hope they actually bring him in a little bit. Just like I think it'd be fun. Well,
0: yeah, but like in the comics now, he's more grounded on Earth, which is sounds weird, but <laughs> yeah. But that would be still be cool. But, yeah, yeah. That's,
1: that's the rumor. I don't know. Like I just happen to read that in passing because the whole Stallone thing.
0: Um, speaking of another trailer, always got a lot of trailer talk. Trailers always create a lot of buzz. It's always going to pop up on our news. Um, the new Ghostbusters trailer popped up last week or this yeah, week. Yeah, because we recorded week.
1: last Monday and then it yeah. showed
0: up on Wednesday. It, it, it snuck in after we recorded because we did an early recording to do a fresh Wizard World record. Um,
1: we asked Paul Fig to be like, "Hey, could you not release that? Yeah, could and you then... hold
0: hold up for just a minute? Yeah, and then he went ahead and released yeah. it anyway. So, but I was <laughs> I was I enjoyed the new Ghostbusters trailer. I I think that a lot of people are still gonna like kind of hate on it, and I don't see why. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I I think that they 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 have uh, they have a, they have like a really good formula. They have almost the same exact formula. You know, except that they're women, and I think that's what some people are getting li- little, you know, com- complaining about. But I don't understand why. You've got you've got four great actors that are a, a lot of them are, are, are Saturday Night Love Saturday. Ah, I can't say it. Saturday Night Live alumni or are current cast members because Kate McKinnon and Ann Leslie Jones are both current cast members. Yeah, um, and then you have Kristen Wiig, and, and it's like watching the trailer and seeing their characters. It was like. They put them in the, almost the same roles. Like, you know, I feel yeah. that, that Kristen Wigg is Dan Aykroyd. You know, I feel that Melissa McCarthy is Bill Murray and then um Kate McKinnon is is um uh Well, I mean um Egon. Yeah. I can't I can't think of his name though. He just died, Uh, Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis, and then of course, uh, uh, (laughs) Ernie Hudson, (laughs) Leslie Jones, Ernie Hudson, and I mean, down to the fact that like the three were scientists, and then you had Ernie Hudson join, who was a non-scientist. Yeah, but um,
1: I I have my own weird issues with that, just because it just feels like, like I think they've done enough to establish that they're handling this franchise well, and I have faith that it's going to be a good time. Um. I, it's almost one of those ones where I feel like they might be keeping too close to what we love to not carve out its own identity. I agree, and, and I feel like, I and think- as much as you were okay with seeing Slimer, I mean, it was fun to see Slimer, but it's like I would have been happy to not have that because uh, the only reason I know they did is because well, if it makes sense in the story, that's fine. But Slimer's not an actor; he's a, he's marketing, and yeah. you know, kids are going to love it. And it makes sense to have that recognizable like shape, and then you can re-release Ecto Cooler and all that stuff they're talking about. Oh, you about know doing, Ecto Cooler's coming yeah, back. And there's like Green Slime Twinkie supposedly coming. For too. those of you,
0: because Ghostbusters has been gone for like what almost thirty years. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Ecto Cooler is amazing. And yeah, get, get ready for
1: it. So that's so I can see why they did it. It's just it's frustrating to me that it feels like it is it it almost. So far from the trailer, it feels like, other than you take the, the sexes and flip them, and then you have Chris Hemsworth be, like, the Annie Potts character, I just, as long as, just keep it away from Zool, because that was its own thing, make this something a little different. I and think then, they are. I, I think, hope so. I
0: think they're doing a little bit, I don't, it doesn't seem like they have a centralized bad guy, which I kind of like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they don't have a Zool, or they don't have a, a Vigo. <laughs> So.
1: And I, I like some of the looks, like there's the one that was like, like the on stilts that looked like something like out of like a Mardi Gras parade mm-hmm. and like, and there was some really cool imagery, like, and that was one of the things about the original movie that was great that, none of, like the ghosts didn't all look the same they all had their different kind yeah. of like shapes and forms and and it looks like they're gonna have a lot of fun with that the international trailer that joe showed me tonight i think is a better overall vibe than the one they released for the u.s yeah because the hu- there's some better humor in it mm-hmm. and then chris Hemsworth is like i just want to see more of him now like because it's just <laughs> like i mean i want to see more of him anyway i don't think know? he's ever Quink. been i don't um, think
0: he's ever been in a like a like a solid comedy that i can think of the only thing
1: i could think of that's close to me was like cabin in the woods because he had some like there were some comedic bits in there, but nah, it wasn't a, wasn't a
0: comedy. So, like, yeah. I'd like to see his comedy chops get kind of, kind of broken in. Yeah, so I'm excited for him in, in in Ghostbusters.
1: But you're right. Like, there's been blowback. Like, I like there's people like you and myself that varying degrees of like, hey, this has still got me excited. And then there's people I know that are automatically like, nope don't care yeah. looks like crap blah 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 and I've i'm like
0: i've seen a lot of people like that too like
1: thank you for judging <laughs> the entire output of a movie on two and a half minutes which guess what i'm a hypocrite because <laughs> i've done that repeatedly with a certain movie that's coming out in like a week and a half that has a guy that flies and a guy that thinks he can fly yeah that's, but that's but like Batman. um yeah Not there's a, there are a lot of people i think like
0: but the one thing is i you know i didn't like that it had to be uh it had to be like non. Um, it didn't. Uh, it didn't have to be in the same universe. Like they mm-hmm. totally broke away from the canon. So whatever happened in New York prior, there was no, you know, Venkman, Spangler, and Ray. Um, you know, action that never happened. They're going straight with a reboot. Yeah. Um, which I kind of do, and I don't like. I don't know. I have to see it. Uh, kate mckinnon's character in the trailer i was really concerned because she didn't really talk that much and she's hilarious yeah she SNL. can be really funny. like i i love when she does characters on snl and um she looks i told you when we were watching the international trailer she looks like the animated version of egon like she how does. like how he had almost the, has the hair and the hair is almost twirled like he was so if you've ever watched the the animated real, real ghostbusters, ghostbusters. Yeah. yes because there is a, a show called ghostbusters with a, a gorilla and a ghost car and <laughs> Anyway, yeah, um, uh, there's um,
1: which I'm waiting for that movie to be made. It hasn't
0: yeah. happened yet. But she looks like she looks like the real anime, the real Ghostbusters animated Egon. Like I like that.
1: And like I mean, there's bits in there that I do love. Like uh, just you hear the the proton packs come on. It's mm-hmm. like like they could have done something completely different and I would have been accepting of that but just hearing that cycling up noise is very like all right here we go yep, and that hum yeah and I like that the one of them has like like they're de- wielding I don't know what's going on there they got but other they, gadgets yeah.
0: I mean they don't have to be restricted to proton or uh, proton packs and yeah stuff. so I, think I, that's I dig neat. it
1: I dig the look of the Ecto one it's like an update I mean even though I did have to be a hearse again but whatever it's fine I it's like that they didn't try to make it like a Prius or something But they- <laughs> you know what I mean they didn't they kept everybody it- we got we got the Ecto one it's a smart car yeah
0: everybody it's a tesla yeah yeah <laughs> um like i no, i do like the, i like that they kind of kept the Acto one and then this is i feel like this is a lot of this is falling back on this and the nostalgia stuff and and we'll talk about that more because like like i think hollywood finds a niche and they're, they're just like oh you feel comfortable with this well we're gonna put it in there so well, you don't
1: wait for it that's that's coming later it's gonna show. Show. come yeah, later yeah, okay yeah.
0: Yeah. so um i think we got one more bit of news because yeah. we're going pretty news crazy
1: yeah i'm sorry i, I went over the moon about <laughs> uh we get I went, I went over that wasn't a, news. That was that was old. What your Space Jam? Yeah, Space Jam. I was. Like, I Space believe Jam. I can make the show go longer. Um, so the other bit we just want to mention real quick is the tw- like speaking of mashups and things that you're comfortable with. Uh, <clears throat> this is kind of
0: out of left field, by the way. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, the, there's going to supposedly a mashup of Twenty Three Jump Street and Men in Black. And normally this kind of stuff like makes me this like kind of feel like like there's nothing original. This is not going to be fun. But since I've actually enjoyed both. Um, Like twenty one and twenty two Jump Street, like I really, you want to see more of those two guys, Jonah Hill and and and, and Channing Tatum, and putting them into like like a UFO investigation, and just seeing them act. I just. I'm I'm all in. I don't I don't know what's going on. Hopefully they have the right people making the creative I decisions. I really want to
0: see Ice Cube like in like MIB headquarters just yes. like yelling at everybody.
1: Yeah, I would I would like see I want all that. Like I almost want to say screw it. Don't even make another Jump Street movie. Just like the beginning of it. it's like, "Hey guys, you're no longer on Jump Street. You're now Men in Black." It's like that's the way the movie begins. Like, "Screw all the cop stuff. Don't even mix it up. Just but, like by the way, UFOs. If, deal if with it."
0: At the end of 22 Jump Street when they did all those other Jump Streets at the end, if yes. they kept
1: doing that I would totally
0: buy into those like more more than anything how they they just keep making Fast and the Furious movies
1: which if if you have not seen 22 Jump Street um, even see 21 Jump Street like which surprised me how much I enjoyed it then the second one it just it just it just tickled me like like, I loved it like they were so self-aware sometimes that annoys me this one it didn't there were a lot of
0: self-aware jokes that I liked and
1: at the end though they just kept going and going with like 27 Jump Street 39 Jump Street they kept going with all these variants and it was uh. Like in space, cooking school, all this stuff. It was just really, Ugh. really funny. Mind school. Yeah. In school. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so I'm excited. If, if this goes forward, I think this is the shot in the arm the men in black franchise needs because I think they got away from the comedy part of it a whole lot and more, well, not they didn't get away from it, it's just that the no, comedy was safe.
0: The comedy was safe, but like the, the third one was good, but it wasn't as funny as the other ones. Yeah, like I haven't I feel seen the like third one. It wasn't I, as silly. Like the like second I, one,
1: kind of like it wasn't great.
0: Yeah, the second one wasn't good, but the third one, like they did a good job of tying it
1: back to the first one. I was impressed with that. So, do you think they bring Will Smith in for this? It, you since, know what? They need to. Like they, that would be great to have Who Will knows? Smith actually having fun again.
0: Who knows? After he decided to like just not be part of ID4, I mean, I don't know if it was scheduling.
1: It was Suicide Squad. It was Suicide Squad. Yeah. I mean, they, they whatever. I don't know. I think it'd be fun to actually have the fun. Oh hell no, Will Smith part of this. Yeah, you know, like I having yeah, this. Yeah, I want to have him
0: fun too. I don't want him to make turn him into K.
1: No, and I want I want them to have fun, and I want him to release a rap track to go along <laughs> with it. Like you know, another Men in Black, but mix it. Like I I need I need a Will Smith summer song for a whole <laughs> movie again. Is what I need. Yeah. Um. So. Anyway, uh, that, that's all that's right. uh, that's the news. That's um, the news. And it
0: was all movie trailers and <laughs>
1: stuff. Yeah, real substance here on evasion the we'll Podcast. We'll get you some
0: more substance news next cast. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> With ten percent more substance well, next time.
0: Well you know what it's it's Hollywood's fault. They're gearing up for the summer blockbusters. That's right true,
1: now, and we're just so. blindly eating it up. Yeah, yeah we're, we're like, oh, just like, oh, so Well, good. we'll talk about it. <laughs> Free promotion. And now for our feature presentation. So uh, we had talked about this a couple episodes ago, and then we finally got around to getting caught up. X Files wrapped up uh, its its run just a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, and then Wizard World happened. So clearly, we were just walking around downtown and not watching TV. Um, I and Joe, he I appreciate it. He actually watched the, the newest six episodes of the X Files and, and been watching here and there. You saw some of the other stuff too. I,
0: I did. I I, re-sp- I haven't watched the X Files thoroughly growing up. Like I I probably spot watched it. Like I've seen a few episodes here and there. I've seen the X Files movie, and then like I rewatched a couple of the classic episodes before the new season came out. And then like just last week, I started watching the um, uh, the new season.
1: So to be fair, like so with you watching some of the older stuff again, mm-hmm. that kind of at least got you more in the mindset of what like you know because you said that was not a show that was something that you really paid attention to when it was on originally. Yeah, um, which I find that odd because it's like I think that's a, I think that's a format that. I thought that kind of show would appeal to you where it's, it's more, and this is like to get into why I loved it growing up is that, um, the whole notion of like, I want to believe meaning that there are things out there that don't hold weight, but show me how this works and I'll be on board. And, and I, the whole, like how all of it was kind of steeped in reality until it wasn't how they'd always proceed with their investigations in a very logical manner, except mm-hmm. Mulder would always be like, Oh, it's aliens. And that's it. Yeah. It but, was
0: it was great how those two character. I love the
1: the well. The reason the show was so successful is the character chemistry. You yeah, know, you got the you got the, the the skeptic doctor, and then you got you know the guy whose sister was abducted when he was a kid, so he's right. believed it since then. And I loved it because he steeped himself in all his knowledge of all this other stuff. It's like if he would have had that dedication, he could have had like. How many different degrees and doctorates? But he right. just like went out and was like, "I'm going to read about every yeah. single mummy that's ever existed."
0: <laughs> and it's funny because like there's so many times where like Mulder will just spout off some random facts. And I'm like, "How does he know that?" Like, yeah. it, and it'll be like you know, like some type of hormone that the brain tr- are, uh excretes or let like your body excretes, and, and and it'll be like you know, Scully will agree with him, and and you're just like, "Why does he know that?" Yeah, like, you know.
1: So I th- that's why I've I've loved it. I've I loved. The whole, like, it felt like it was treating these things in a serious nature in the sense that, like, I, I grew up watching, you know, Twilight Zone, which that's another one that treated it seriously, but it was d- dated in terms of of um, some of the not production value, but it definitely felt like an older show. And then, but a lot of the stuff that dealt with, like, monsters and boogeymen was always more, like, tongue in cheek and not taken that seriously, or it was really low production value. So I like The X Files because it tried. Even though it has its humor, and that's one of the reasons why I love it, it always tried to treat this stuff like this is actually happening. How would the FBI address it? And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um. So I've loved it. I just want to just uh, mention here it did premiere uh, September ninth. Um. So sorry, September tenth, nineteen ninety three. So I was firmly um a freshman in high school. Just uh, or sorry, sophomore. So I was like like as opposed to Space Jam, this was in my wheelhouse then. You know. So like it just it was a good good time to be in high school and watching. Like Friday nights at ten o'clock, being all about the X Files, and I and I loved it, and I loved the Monster of the Week. I loved that even though it had its ongoing mythology, that more often than not, each episode was standalone. Well, and I love I love the whole Monster of the Week concept. I think we talked about a lot of that in Doctor Who episode. Yeah,
0: and they did that with this reboot because like I, there was only six episodes in this eleven season eleventh season reboot, and they started a uh, a seeded X Files mythology in the first episode, and then they tied it up. I guess you could say <laughs> they they kind of tied it up in the last episode of episode six. But in between the four episodes that ran in between were definitely monsters of the week. And it was very fun to watch again.
1: Yeah. And so um, I will say this for like, since I have loved probably x-files more more than joe in the sense that i i've just, oh yeah? I watched it you loved it more huh i did love it more <laughs> i did i did you know but now now he loves it more no um well i mean because i like i remember when we first started talking about this episode i i kept texting you like in this episode in this episode in this episode i, know, I was I mean, at it, work
0: it, i'm like slow it down yeah like, i was really yeah.
1: <laughs> excited you know so i was like you gotta watch this one and this one and this one um i feel like these six episodes showed everything why i love the x-files and why it annoys me at times. Like, it was a perfect... Not that they intended to do it, but it was a perfect encapsulation of everything that works for that show and everything that doesn't work for it. And I, like... The first, the first episode of that whole, was it called "My Struggle" Part One. Yeah, I was actually kind of down with it because it's like you need to get caught up with the characters mm. again, yeah. and then to realize that maybe like what Mulder thought was going on was like there's bigger than that because every time he thinks he knows what's going on, it becomes it bigger it always than
0: that. yeah. And that's the thing is like right off the rip to me, it was like super conspiracy theory. Um, like you know, there's all, everything's more than it seems, and it was just coming like like real quick, real quick.
1: Yeah, and and that it, it almost didn't catch its breath. <laughs> <laughs> and i was hoping i was i was glad to find out that the like it wasn't just a 6 season sorry 6 episode arc of that yeah cuz as me much too. as i love the mythology it, it has its place at, uh, it's all, again, not to, to go back to Doctor Who. It's almost like current Doctor Who where it's like, give me a little bit in the beginning and a little bit in the middle and a little bit at the end of each season, and then I'm good for the overall arc, but give me the standalones because it, the X-Files yeah. is all about like, and, oh, there's somebody like setting fire with yeah. the brain to people out in Arkansas. No. So let's go check it out.
0: And you're right. You're right. Because like, I think a lot of TV shows nowadays will center on like a major plot arc for the entire season. Like, mm-hmm. like Flash and Arrow are really guilty of that. Like, like they'll center on, like, like Flash so far has been nothing. Zoom, 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 zoom. Like, literally. Like, literally. Like, every episode is <laughs> zoom. And that last episode that they had with King Shark was refreshing because it was, like, the first season of Flash where it would kind of break away from him being obsessed with reverse, reverse Flash and his mom. Yeah. That he would actually go fight a metahuman. So, that's how what I like is that they can... They can have a plot that will stretch out through the whole season, but they'll drop in episodes here and there that are fun. Yeah. Like I think, like they had the, out of those four episodes, those were could have been like great standalone X-File episodes without you know the rest of that plot of that season. And like my favorite episode was the Weremonster Monster episode. Yeah,
1: uh, episode three of this season is called. Uh, and actually, I wrote down a list of my favorite episodes just from in general because I wanted oh. to share them. Well, I mean, I wanted to kind of talk more like, like about the revival in the sense. And it ties to something I promise you guys, just keep following us here. Um, but I also did a list of like my favorite episodes. But this one, for some reason, uh season ten, episode three, Mulder and Scully Meet the Wear Monster is now like in my like top five episodes of the x-files because it was just such a deconstruction of their monster of the week but it was so funny the entire time I like, and the
0: title i like is very scooby-dooey yes like that is all i thought of when i watch it but like my favorite thing about that was that how the were monster worked yes because your typical the, were the, monster always starts out as a human yes so and this time around, it's it like, was it's just
1: if you guys they, have not seen it, they flipped it. Even if you may not even care about the X Files, I just highly recommend just to watch that one episode. The tone of it's not indicative of the it, rest of the series, yeah. But it just feels like it's so it's so much fun. It like, reminded
0: I, me of the vampire episode a little,
1: yeah. Like how that's, much that's, fun it was! That was another one I wrote down here. Like, yeah. me, I'll just tell you which one that is right here. It is um, it is season five, episode twelve, called "Bad Blood." Mm-hmm. Uh, it is it's it's broken mm-hmm. into two halves where you have Uh, Scully and Mulder both telling um, each other what they remember happening in an instance of this uh, kid who was a pizza delivery guy that was going around killing people and Mulder swears the kid was a vampire and then Scully doesn't really remember it that way and Mm -hmm. it's so funny uh, because was it Luke Wilson? Yeah, Luke Wilson. Plays the sheriff of this town and in her version he's like like attractive and has this nice southern accent and in uh, Mulder's version he's just a hick with these big buck teeth it was just an idiot and, yeah. that, and that one was written by Vince Gilligan and that's why why when I wanted to show you that episode because it's like that just totally like just like Vince Gilligan went on to do Breaking Bad which is amazing but you can see that he has a good sense of humor and it kind of just would permeate through and it was a cool story it was and there fun. was a
0: Winnebago in it
1: yeah there was I forgot Whoa. about that yeah Whoa. Um, so like the, the, the reason I love X-Files and I love this revival, um, and it's like, it's one of those things that, I didn't even know I wanted it until they announced it and that sounds kind of weird because it's like I thought after the second movie did so badly that we would never get any more X-Files and also I know DeCovney wasn't entirely happy in the second half of the run but for some reason like he which run um, the, the original X-Files like oh. he had contract negotiations he was holding out and like and even in the later seasons he wasn't there all the time well didn't they so, replace him with Robert Patrick yeah him and then um, there's also the, the the lady who you saw in the sixth episode that had the information for Scully she was the other agent they brought brought in and her name's Annabeth Gish the actress she was a surrogate for like Scully so they had her come in with Robert Patrick for part of a season and kind of still explore X-Files I don't know why Robert, what's Robert Patrick doing why, what he was probably available you know anyway well, he wasn't in this but anyway um, he's looking rough though <laughs> well yeah, he is. Like, um, if
0: you look at T-1000 times and then you look now, it's it like... It looks
1: like he went through the, the, the smelting yeah. pit now. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Oh, big time. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not aged well.
1: Yeah, so um, <laughs> I liked that. And I also, when you mentioned, like, Flash and Arrow and then these newer shows that have a strong narrative arc, I think they have... I think they do owe the X-Files a bit of a debt because for the longest time, a lot of primetime television was standalone episodes. And yeah. even though X-Files wasn't the first to have an overall mythology it's one of the ones that a lot of people got wrapped up in. Like, then then after that, then, like, you had, like, um, I think Lost didn't premiere too much past when the X-Files. I think the X-Files may have even been... No, it, the
0: X-Files was way before it, Lost.
1: Yeah, it was. But, I mean, you had those shows where people, they became events where it's like, you gotta see yeah, I what's remember, happening with that.
0: I remember when Lost was a huge event. Um, I watched Lost all the way up until the last season and then I gave up on it.
1: Yeah, I mean, that that one, that one had more of a drive throughout, but it also had serious bits and then funny bits and it had off-kilter bits as well. I don't well. think
0: Lost was funny at all.
1: Oh, there was some funny episodes. Really? Like, Trisha talking I was Dead, the one with Hurley talking about how he kind of came into be with his winning the lottery and all the bad stuff that happened to him. I guess. Um, I,
0: I, I don't know. <laughs> looking back, I... Like, I, I hate to say it, but I regret watching this. <laughs> I, I do, kept... do you regret watching the new, newest revival of X-Files? No, not okay. at all. I, I, It made me want more. Like, and not just <laughs> because of that last episode. Like, I was just kind of like, oh. I'm it's like, funny. I really miss these characters, like, just talking about stuff, like... Like, yeah because like you could tune in and you could expect like you could either expect that monster of the week or you could expect them to jump into mythology
1: yeah and i, and I enjoyed that so the last episode which there was no guarantee fox was going to pick pick up x files again and there's talks of like er- it did it's, really well i heard
0: it's on the table
1: yeah it is but it's just a matter of getting everybody's schedules lined up again
0: and it, i don't care if it takes like a year or two i think they should do it but chris
1: carter has a lot of balls to, to end the thing the way he did yeah and like, hey guys because what what if the range weren't great and it's like and that's that's your last hurrah with the series yeah that would be i would be so mad
0: totally battle started like i said
1: yeah it was frustrating but uh but just i you had your monsters of the week then you had your trippy episodes in the middle like the one that was the fourth the fourth no fifth episode babylon yeah, where Mulder trip, he literally goes on a drug trip, and it's one, it's it, it's so that, that whole episode is very uneven. But that's one of the single funniest bits of television it, I've seen in a long it time. It was very.
0: You're right. It was a very uneven episode. Like it was funny because like I'm watching it and I'm like, this is completely out of left field. Like why? Why is he wanting to take psychedelic mushrooms to try and like talk to somebody in the afterlife? Yeah. And um, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna bite, and I'm gonna keep watching this. <laughs> and it actually panned out. Almost, I don't want to say perfectly, but it panned out and it was really enjoyable. Where yes. he just kind of like got up, left, and just like went and line danced and it, in li- Texas. It went dancing, yeah. It was and it was really like,
1: bizarre. It was
0: like, yep, that didn't pan out like you thought it would, but yeah. it was entertaining.
1: <laughs> so I, I really, I actually enjoyed this, um, this revival, and I feel like I said, I feel like it caps, encapsulates what I loved, which is all the the, the bizarre stuff, but then what I didn't like is how sometimes it would get too convoluted, like the the mythology stuff. It it gets too convoluted for its own good, and it tries to be smarter than you, and I I didn't really care for that, but I I think in this sense, the revival worked for me. It made me go back and watch some of the original X-Files because I, I really did miss that format
0: i know um, i'm planning on going back and watching the
1: other, other x-files well let me recommend some episodes for you so i'm gonna uh, go i have them, have okay. yeah you're, i'm gonna text you about them later i yeah. probably text those already to you already anyway yeah. um let's see here uh season one episode three is called squeeze It has a guy named tombs he comes back in a later episode but it was one of the, it was actually the first monster of the week episode the x-files did where it's this guy who um he can change his um like I mean, he could stretch and do some things and he has a really bizarre need like every like 60 70 years it's a really cool episode it's creepy um and also i like watching the original episodes too because when it came out in 93 even in the pilot which i know you watched um when we first started talking about this sh- mm-hmm. doing the show even then they're using cell phones and that was still a pivotal point because they were at different locations all the time talking to each other so even though we don't have smartphones until like the more, more recent episodes. Technology was always there and it wasn't, even though it would fail sometimes, a lot of the problems you would have in stories before that you'd be like, if they could just pick up a phone and call somebody, this would be solved. Yeah. And I like that that still kind of feels kind of current. Even though the tech is really, like they have the small flip phones with the, the antennas they pull out and everything. It gets a little, it's a little dated. But mm-hmm. the, the ideas stay the same, which I liked a lot. Um, there's an episode called Ice from Season 1, Episode 8. It's their version of the thing. I'm just going to recommend it because it's awesome. <laughs> they get stuck in an ice station and bad things happen. Um, season 3, Episode 3, DPO. I mentioned that to you before, but to, to Joe before, because it has Giovanna Rubisi and Jack Black in it. Both really young, a really thin Jack Black. It's just really weird seeing these two guys cast for this episode. They turn out to be like pretty big in their own right. Yeah. I mean, um, and then then bad blood, and then drive, which uh, that season six episode two that has uh, Brian Cranston, and it. it was written by Vince Gilligan, and that's how Vince Gilligan met Brian Cranston. Oh, okay. And that
0: episode's awesome. Like
1: it's a really cool episode. Well, I watched.
0: I watched. What did I? I watched bad blood recently, and then I watched home.
1: Yes, that was when I read wrote down to home and, was creepy. Home was creepy, and then there's
0: an episode in the new season called home again which
1: i thought was going to be a callback and it wasn't
0: Uh, yeah i agree that's why i thought the exact same thing but anyway
1: no home is a really creepy episode go like please if you've not seen it that's the one that was banned from television for broadcast for a while because of content uh it is season four episode two Um, the, the story about that is that supposedly Fox and CBS got together and said, Hey, we should do, um, a crossover episode between, between our networks, because at the time the show picket fences was really popular. Um, and X-Files was popular. So they're like, well, X-Files, you start an episode, then we'll finish it. So home dealt with like inbreeding and like all this disgusting stuff. And at the end of that episode, you see a car drive off and it was supposed to go on to picket fences. CBS saw the episode. They're like, Nope. (laughs) <laughs> it, it stopped it right then and there. They're like, Tom Skerritt cannot find this vehicle. We're done. That's not going to happen. Oh, so, yeah, I thought that was funny. But uh, so, so in regards to revivals, I, I, think, I think this one worked. I think because of the success of this one, though, we're going to get um, we're going to get more. Uh, I feel like you got sick because you watched that last episode of the X Files, where it dealt with a lot of infection. I know, right? I feel like you're just like now you need alien DNA. DNA. Yeah, I knew, I do need alien <laughs> yeah. DNA. um, so. I feel like since this worked out really well, that there's going to be more revivals of things that we don't necessarily need or want. Um, so that was going to be my question to you: is uh, is the first like the, one of the things that happened recently as well is that Fuller House came on Netflix? Yeah, uh, is that something that anybody you know is interested in watching?
0: I I've had a few people talk about watching it. I, I'm not interested in watching it. I did see a bit. A joke from the show that poked a lot of fun at the Olsen twins though
1: and that's I think that's the only, I heard that's the only thing that kind of works for it um, that's all
0: it has going from what I understand like is I, that I, they can, I they can make fun of the Olsen uh, twins for not being on it
1: yeah and I know people that were really excited for it and it's that thing you mentioned at the beginning of the show here about how Hollywood has this nostalgia and it's like hey remember this and people go nuts I have zero interest in Floor House. In fact, I think I'd probably just be angry the entire time watching it. Yeah, I'm not even gonna try um, to watch it. I will, I will nominate that I will watch that for a charity like cause of some sort. I'll I'll put oh, myself yeah. through Floor House if people will donate money for that. But that was one that like um, I don't think anybody was asking for. So how did that come to ex- come to exist?
0: I don't know. I think somebody probably just picked something to t- ah nostalgia out of a hat and was like let's make let's make another full house
1: well so then the the so my point is well not a point but so 93 when x-files came out i did uh i looked up the top 30 tv shows that were number like top 30 for the 93 right mm-hmm. um i'm going to name some names here you're going to tell me if they deserve a, a revival as oh, well okay right yeah um actually by the way number 16 was full house that was uh that was so six. yeah so um let's see here uh home improvement do we need to see more home improvement with or without Tim Allen. Uh, what happened to be with Tim Allen? Uh, they could. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Uh, yeah. No. Okay. Coach was supposed to be revived, and then they stopped it. Do you remember that? I didn't like yeah. Coach, no. Um, Monday Night Football. No, it's still running on. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Murder, She Wrote. Without Angela Lansbury. I don't know if we need to see a revival of that. Um, you know
0: what no i think no <laughs> no 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 no. i think murder she wrote would be interesting <laughs> i
1: like i like the mystery i think we need an Agatha christie type tv show okay what about dr quinn medicine woman do we need more of that because you know if that happened people would lose their freaking mind like if that ended up on netflix like every old person i know would be like i gotta get some more dr quinn. i think
0: i think with the way that some things are nowadays then that yeah i think that people lose their mind about dr quinn medicine woman coming back
1: yeah, let's see here. Um, wings. Do we need more wings? No. Okay. Frasier. I, I know we don't need you more You can't Frasier. revive Frasier. I mean, you could with... <laughs> Kelsey, with still Kelsey Grammer. still around. With yeah. Kelsey Grammer, you could. Yeah, David Hyde Pierce is still around. You um, could, I guess. Uh, yeah. Uh, Murphy Brown was also around that time, too. We don't need any more of that. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Well, one other thing I was going to mention. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I could see that getting revived. Uncle Phil wouldn't be around, though.
0: I Yeah, but I could... <laughs> I can see them taking it a different angle. You could
1: have both, both the ladies that played the, mo- the mother, uh, the aunt. Yeah. They could just have both the actresses come back and play that part. That'd be fine. So I guess my point is, like, I'm looking through all this, and it's like some of the stuff was popular for its time, and it belonged in its time, and I don't know if we necessarily need to always have it come back. Um, I know that, in a way, Family Guy Futurama, which we talked about during our binge-watching episode, kind of started the craze for binge-watching. Those both got brought back, but those were not gone for a long time either. Mm. relative of when they got announced coming back yeah and plus i think being an animated show even though your actors make it older you can still keep the the visual look the same
0: right which was weird because like i watched what was it the brooklyn Nine episode with katie seagal and it was kind of weird we were like we were yeah, watching it and i'm yeah. like i'm like I'm, I'm i'm hearing peg's voice but i can't i don't see peg <laughs> like and not so much that katie seagal just didn't have the hair and the
1: clothes of Peck Bundy, but it was just like she looked so much different. She did. You're right. That, so I mean, and like even Ed O'Neill now with Modern Family, it's like he just looks. He looks older, but it's like it's not Al. I mean, yeah. it kind of kind of is Al, but not you know. So so then, um, I tell you what, I yeah.
0: wouldn't want a whole season, but God, give me one episode of Maryville Will Children.
1: I think that would actually be. A fun thing to go back and revisit seeing how bud and kelly turned out and actually doing like um because someone's like what about married with grandchildren children if you're going to do fuller house i'm like you know what i could because you could still make that kind of mean because that show was never ever good intention no, and that whole
0: that show still holds up so well yes it does like like, <laughs> like i think it's on crackle is that yeah. crackle it might be on crackle or hulu but like <laughs> watching one episode the other day and i was just like cracking up and i'm just like man these jokes still hold up
1: like there's one where kelly's a pool hustler and then al finds out about it so he goes and has to go get money to go bet on a pool game so he goes and donates all his blood you see him walking into a bar he has nine cotton swabs <laughs> on his arms and they're like al he's like um the human body only holds eight pints of blood. He's like the brain hides some, but it's like, he's just there sitting at a bar supposedly with no blood in his body. (laughs) Like, and it's just really funny. Um, so I think that would be one. Is there anything else out there other than Firefly, which, um, I know everybody talks about that one. I feel like unfortunately it existed at a time just due to actors and rights that will never see anything TV wise with Firefly. Yeah. Uh, is there any other shows out there that you would think would be worthy of a revival that you'd like to see?
0: um, I'm sure there is, but like you always drop this on me, and I you give me like 30 seconds to think about this, okay. and it's like one. No, two, no. I'm not even going to no, answer this I, question. You no, got oh, you gotta, okay, you, okay, gotta fine, you have fine, to prep fine. these. You have to be uh, like,
1: for me, I know what it'd be. I, and we talked about this recently. What I would love to see more quantum leap. I would love to okay, see quantum that. I leap think would be, be good. Be, that would be so good. Even if they end up having Sam play the part of Al, like that kind of mentor kind of role and have somebody else be the Leaper, yeah, I would be fine with that. I think that'd be so cool. Like, I, I, I need more Quantum Leap. <laughs> um, so have you thought of one? No. Oh. Just, <laughs> I can't. You're like, I hate you for asking this question. You ask me questions like this all the time. Yeah, because I like getting your honest reaction. And you're just like, nope, done. I don't, I don't want to answer this Because, question.
0: like, I can't sit there. And then, like, when we're, we're recording this, like, you know what? Pause... <laughs> Pause the podcast for like 20 minutes and let me think about this. Um, I could We can just wait in silence for 20 minutes while you think of it. <gasps> I have to think about every TV show I used to watch from like <laughs> whenever you, I started watching TV. Did
1: you want another reboot of Night Rider? Like another revival no, they, of Knight Rider? Didn't they do okay. that? I they, they, did. they did that. No. A yeah, um, couple of times. But all right. So I think the revivals can be a good thing. I think we've talked about previously how I think even more so now than ever that since there's so many individual like Shows, movies, everything that the power of nostalgia is a lot stronger now because it's easier to pull a name out from 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago and get people excited for something that once was as opposed to because if let's say Fox brought back X-Files, but they actually just used um, the new characters that you were introduced to uh, Robbie Amell and whatever the actress's name is. And they said, we're just doing the new X-Files. That's it. I don't think people would have been excited for it.
0: No, but I, that's one thing that we were talking about when we were watching it. I was like, I feel like that these two characters could take a torch and keep it going.
1: Yeah, and I'd be fine with that. But I mean, the saying the straight up, like saying we're just going to do it again with this different characters. I don't think it would have like, no, struck the same have. chord. It wouldn't have. No. Yeah. So all right. Um, yeah. Overall, like I said, I like the revival. Um, I think the ending was kind of a stinker, uh, but the fact that we got. Uh, The Weremonster made the whole thing. That that
0: episode did kind of make the whole thing.
1: And then then, um, Mulder Line Dancing also made up for it, too. So, um, yeah, anything else you want to add there about the X-Files? Yeah. I know we didn't really get into the show proper, which is unfortunate because if you guys, there's so much there. Like Vince Gilligan was part of it. Yeah. Um, oh. Well, uh, I
0: mean, this is something we'll revisit. We could redo yeah. an X-Files episode, but like well, just to talk about the most recent. Just. You,
1: you've seen Final Destination, the, yeah. the first one. Yeah. That was yeah. Um, written by Glenn Morgan and James Wong, and I think directed by them as well. That was an X-Files episode that wasn't used, that they turned into a movie. Because if you remember the first movie, there's two FBI agents investigating what was going on. No. and asking about like the plane crash and the survivors it's pretty much an x-files episode huh. that they changed and so it's like like a lot of what that made the x-files and what we liked is kind of bled out and i think there's a lot there and also without x-files we would not have breaking bad so which yeah. is kind of a weird thing and also i know i want to say there was an x-files reference in breaking bad somewhere i think there was one hmm. um Maybe I'm just making that up. Maybe that's I'm having a conspiracy theory about Breaking Bad. So, all right, enough about that. Um, we are going to celebrate uh, the amazing uh, Chuck Norris, the amazing Eternal Chuck Norris, who I believe turned 76 today. Uh, we're going to play a game about him, and then we also have some trivia as well. It's time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> All right, so you want to start with, with my bit about Chuck Norris or your bit no, about Chuck Norris? No, go ahead. We'll okay, start with so, yours. All right, so I thought it'd just be funny. Um, I went and looked up uh, titles. Here's here's the game. Uh, is this a Texas Ranger, Walker Texas Ranger episode title, or the name of a Western romance novel? You got to tell me, right? Okay. okay. So, uh, Long Hard Ride. Western. Okay, novel. you got that right. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, eyes of silver, eyes of gold. Walker episode? No, that was uh, <laughs> <that's> a <laughs> storm warning.
0: That's a Walker episode. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, that no. sounds. like...
1: <laughs> it does. It's like
0: it's coming. Sounds like he's got a like roundhouse kick, like debris <laughs> like, as it's flying through like, the like air,
1: and F five tornado is yeah. coming towards him, and he's like, "You're a, you're in my jurisdiction now." Yeah. And he spins kick. He spins the other way.
0: There's like cattle flying yeah. through the air, and he's just like roundhousing them back onto the ground. Like, I
1: want to watch that bam, show, bam. Um, "A Shadow in the Night." A Western? No, that's a Chuck Norris. That's a Walker, Texas Ranger <laughs> episode title. Um, Silk Dreams. Oh,
0: God. That's got to be a Western romance. That novel. is a Walker, Texas no! Ranger episode <laughs> oh title. No way.
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, tied Up, Tied Down.
0: No, that's got to be a Western one. Okay.
1: Uh, what if I said no to that? No, joke. <laughs> I You're right, just then. give up. I'd
0: be like, they're all Walker, Texas <laughs> Ranger <that>. episodes.
1: Um, <laughs> 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 right Man, Wrong Time uh walker yes it is okay, okay. um uh <laughs> cowgirl up and ride <laughs> that's a romance <laughs> okay style. like uh, come on like just your your pause <laughs> and you know, start I giggling
0: know. you're like this is the title of a
1: book yeah you don't know that How, um the road to black bayou
0: that's got to be a walker one. Oh, oh
1: you're that. right that that one i was i thought that would be kind of like you don't know where he's going it's a little yeah mysterious um full contact uh walker yep um branded as trouble
0: Mm. that's a romance novel yes it is Um, the ladies love them dangerous men
1: um rough raw and ready
0: (laughs) (laughs) no god romance novel
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay um paradise trail
0: uh that could be either i'm gonna go with the romance one
1: that's a walker texas ranger man um strong silent type
0: Mm. that's got to be walker
1: that's a romance novel damn it but it could be about chuck norris we don't know that though um kiss and tell that's got to be a romance novel. okay um all right let's see here um a woman's place that's romance novel. that's a walker texas ranger episode title wow <laughs> all right um all right so road hard put up wet romance novel i I wish that was not true yeah you're right it is that would be great um mr justice
0: that's got to be a tunnel walker
1: yes it is and uh rodeo
0: Mm. i know you're thinking well, rodeo's got to be a walker.
1: Yeah, okay, you're right. So that was... Oh, and wait, oh, one last one. Um, Saddled at Spur. That's got to be a romance novel. Yeah, yeah it is. All right. all right. So I just like that uh, Silk Dreams <laughs> is the name of a walker Texas Ranger episode. I don't know what it means. And also a woman's place. That doesn't sound right at all. So... Anyway, that was my my game. So what do we got for? All right,
0: so I came up with a game, kind of like on See, the. F-
1: it's like double sized because it's, it's Chuck Norris. This is leading into
0: a future episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so I came up with a game. So, uh, th- I, other than Walker, Texas Ranger, and Delta Force, and Sidekicks, <laughs> Sidekicks, and ch- yeah, Sidekicks. Um, you know, for John the Brand has killed himself. Yeah, it's like whatever happened to that kid? Yeah. He, he did Sea Quest, and then Could, he died. Couldn't hang it underwater with talking dolphins. Just <laughs> offed himself. People are going to think we're horrible. Got
1: upclassed by the yeah. talking dolphin. People by really Darwin. Were,
0: we're horrible. We're like,
1: man, they're just making fun of suicide victims. Do you think Roy Scheider's like, kid, you suck. You should just go kill yourself.
0: Probably. Yeah. I didn't like Jonathan Brandis when I was a kid. <laughs> Be like, did you wish him dead? It sounds like he wished him dead. Well, man, if you start your career off doing cross-dressing soccer movies... Um, he was in
1: Ladybugs, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, with
0: Rodney Dangerfield. And anyway, yeah. uh, so I can Chuck Norris. Other than those things, Chuck Norris is known for the Chuck Norris facts. But there's also someone who is very, very similar to the Chuck Norris facts, and that's the most interesting man in the world. So the Dosseki's man. Uh, the Dosseki's man. So I am going to give you a a fact, and I'm going to try to keep it like somewhat. I'm not going to say like this person. But uh you're going to tell me if it is Chuck Norris or if it is the Dosecchi's guy, okay? Yes. Alright. If he were to say something cost an arm and a leg, it would. Chuck Norris. No, it's actually Dosecki's. Oh. Oh.
1: He Uh-oh. wouldn't just say he's take the arm and a leg. Be like payment in full. <laughs> um <laughs> I gotta go fight a tornado now.
0: Okay. He can win a game of connect four in only three moves. Chuck Norris. Yes, that is Chuck Norris. All right. Um he knows the last digit of pi. The most interesting man in the world. That's actually Chuck Norris. Oh. He can set ants. What, he can set ants on fire with a magnifying glass at night. <laughs> Chuck Norris. That is Chuck Norris.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think the most interesting man in the world's that mean to things.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I'm trying not to pick out the mean ones. <laughs> he once ran a marathon because it was on the way.
1: The most interesting man in the world. Yes, okay.
0: the interesting man in the world. When he goes to Spain, he chases the bulls.
1: Oh, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, the most interesting man in the world. That is okay. the most
0: interesting man in the world. If opportunity knocks and he's not at home, opportunity waits.
1: <laughs> Chuck Norris. Uh, that's the
0: most interesting man.
1: Oh. Opportunity will just like, leave terrified. Yeah. Because Chuck Norris will find opportunity and knock on its door.
0: Yeah. He hears sign language.
1: Chuck Norris. That was Chuck yeah.
0: Norris. He's the only man to ever defeat a brick wall in a game of tennis. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris is the only man. Batman watches Saturday morning cartoons about him.
1: The most interesting man in the world. <laughs> yeah.
0: His beard alone has experienced more than a lesser man's entire body.
1: The most interesting man in the that world. That is the most nice. interesting man got a in the beard world. one. That almost yeah. took me up there
0: he's allowed to talk about the fight club chuck norris that's the most interesting man really yeah
1: makes me wonder who he, would would he fight chuck norris in fight club
0: i don't i think he would fight chuck norris in fight club but who would win i think chuck norris would still win yeah no less than 25 mexican folk songs have been written about his beard
1: chuck norris actually it's the most <laughs> no, interesting
0: you <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> you just, just like saying chuck, chuck norris. norris all right we'll do one more okay. here Um, these are some pretty good ones. Uh, he once won a Scrabble tournament despite getting only Z's and Q's in his rack.
1: The most interesting man in the world. Actually does Chuck Norris. (laughs) Oh, wow. All
0: right. So that's, that was, that was fun. There's some funny ones on here. Like a lot of Chuck Norris's are violent. Um, most, (laughs) most of the interesting, I like the most interesting man in the world's ones. A lot of those are, are great. Like sharks have an entire week dedicated to him. Um,
1: He, he once went to the psychic to warn her. <laughs> I just, I, you know, it's an old one, but I loved how, like, uh, Chuck Norris doesn't sleep, he waits. I don't know, I like the whole idea that he just lays down and just waits for something to happen. See, and then I think this one right here, this one has been used for Chuck Norris.
0: Once a rattlesnake bit him after five days of excruciating pain, the snake finally died. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just, I wonder where that all came from. Like, is there an origin of, like, I, where the Chuck Norris thing came from? Because it was funny... And then, like, remember, like, even got to the point to where, like, there was that World of Warcraft commercial that was making fun of it, and it had Chuck Norris uh-huh. in it. And I just, it just seems like it was a weird, like, I don't know where that meme started. It's not a meme. Is it a meme? It's a meme. Um, where that started at. But either way, he's 76. Happy birthday. Uh, do not leave anytime soon. Um, I hope that you uh, roundhouse kick death until death goes away. Yeah. Um, so, we, you know, you know, hats off to you, uh, Mr. Texas Ranger. And all your odd sounding oh, episode titles. And oddly enough, like when I was
0: researching this, um apparently the Dos Equis guy has been fired. Um not so much fired, but they've I think there was an issue with his agency and, and royalties and, and then they've parted ways. But um there will be no more Dos Equis guy commercials. They're gonna do one final one where they send him to Mars apparently.
1: <laughs> with the so. Taco Bell Chihuahua and, well, like, the Noid.
0: Because like, then he'll then he'll be the most interesting man on another world. Yes, so I, that,
1: that's a good send off. That that I mean that that ad campaign definitely was. Uh, oh yeah, it that, worked.
0: That guy ran with it. Like, yeah, like if I think like because I, I know I think his name was like Jonathan Goldsmith or something like that uh but i think of like like i'm sure people that ran into him on the street how could you not get your photo with the dosecki's guy right like i don't even like dosecki's <laughs> like, but i love those commercials <laughs> so
1: so yeah um uh, godspeed uh, may you pass uh, matt damon in the stars as you're going to mars he's coming back so um that will do it for us this week um please hit us up again on our Facebook page Invasion of the Podcast we have the Twitter at Invading Podcast let us know your favorite X-Files episodes uh, things you want to see revived Um, answer for Joe because he didn't have one Um, also you know give me grief for Space Jam but not being a good movie Um, you know whatever tell you what somebody
0: shares the X-Files episode that we're about to post up and we will give you an X-Files t-shirt
1: there you go Um, it's extra
0: large so do what you want with it
1: yeah um extra large
0: extra large yeah
1: so um so yeah do that we got the we got the shirt from our loot crates um we have more loot crate stuff that i know we've been talking about we'll get some of that put up as well uh but yeah please do the social media get a shirt be amazing uh so that will do it for us this week um hopefully uh, joe and i will not be dead next week due to various plagues upon our houses
0: yeah i'm gonna get that alien dna when i get home
1: (laughs) yeah and i'm just going to just do a bunch of night quill and then trip out i don't know like trip out in my sleep so um and yeah until next week be safe uh, everybody yeah it is it is like cold and flu season right now for some reason now that the weather's turning better everybody's getting sick um don't don't get sick i guess it's a good recommendation uh yeah drink a lot of orange juice yeah get some alien dna and then um you know hopefully you'll be back next week with us go get you <laughs> flu's gonna get you